0: Shut up! he's a friend from work just
1: shut up you had me at hello
0: rose where we're we going we
1: don't need rose this is how i went all right
0: you had my curiosity now you have my
1: attention this is the way this is the way and here are we going
2: Welcome to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and our all-time favorite number one Marvel movie. I'm Ethan Simi.
3: I'm Austin Davis. Uh,
2: today on the show, we are discussing what our number one MCU movie pick, along with taking a look at some favorite MCU mo- mo- uh, moments. This is going to be an MCU,
3: MCU movement. You yes, know. Yeah. Movement. either one will work out.
2: This is going to be an MCU podcast. Uh, a super special episode today. We have another guest on the yeah, show. Very, very grateful to have him on the show. We have Ben Lawhorn from the Three Films and Podcast podcast with us today. How are you doing, Ben?
1: Doing great, man. So stoked to be here. I'm, I'm really happy to do this. I love talking MCU, so anytime we can do this, I'm on board. Yeah, I I I mean I'm hyped. You know I'm hyped. Yeah,
2: hyped.
3: I mean you, you kinda of have a separate podcast all about Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I would presume that you're hyped about this.
2: Yeah, I feel like all my worlds are are colliding. Um mm. so yeah, Ben, thank you for coming to the show. Um a little piece of we we have not told our listeners. Um next well so when this show drops, it'll it'll drop on Monday as mm-hmm. per the us- usual. Um you have a new episode of your podcast, Three Films Podcast, dropping um, the Tuesday after yeah. uh, our show comes out, and uh, we are actually on your show as well.
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did an MCU movie draft. You know, bonds were made, friendships were severed. You know, we there's some. Uh, I got to talk about Ultron for like an hour, which is like I'm always on board <laughs> for. So yeah, I'm we had a good the time. Most people know they would. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> It was a great time. It was, uh, it was a good time, and, and yeah, that it's gonna be. It's a great podcast. So go check it out. Films in a podcast. Uh, you mentioned it was an MCU draft, and I just, mm. I just wanna say here for the record, you guys know how I feel about my drafts. I won that draft, Ben. That's. I'm just gonna say.
1: I'm not gonna take I that from you. you. I'm a yeah. guest, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay out of it. I'm Jared glad you James feel okay. like that. So I'm glad you feel that way, and we'll just, <laughs> we'll just keep moving on. <laughs> yeah.
3: But uh, I mean, Ethan, I have your some... your record here does listen.
2: <laughs> my record is speaking, but you know the confidence stays strong.
3: You you know sometimes. You you have a dog sometimes
2: yeah so so we are talking mcu tonight uh totally mcu show mm. so uh a warning uh spoilers are definitely ahead we're going to be talking about a lot of big MCU moments so um if you have not seen certain mcu movies and you don't want anything spoiled uh clear uh you've been warned
3: yeah if you're like who hasn't like didn't watch all of them for the longest hey, time hey I mean, you can't yeah.
2: hold this over my head anymore <laughs> I, I, I watched them in preparation for ben i
1: had a co-worker who came back after seeing uh i think it was infinity war and he was like man i, I didn't understand half the stuff like well have you seen the other one He's like oh i saw like iron man and and whatever but Ragnarok like that means like you went into like like, season eight of a show you have never watched anything else like I mean yeah of course you're gonna miss a lot of stuff so like yeah Yeah. if you're here hopefully you're you're as uh yeah into the MCU as the three of us are yeah for sure
2: definitely definitely um I do want to I do want to mention real quick uh Ben I listened to your most recent episode of your show came out Mm. this past week um you guys You, the two other hosts, uh, broke down the before trilogy. Yeah. Richard Linklater, before Sunrise, before Sunset, before Midnight. I've talked about it before on this show. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Love, absolutely adore this trilogy. Big, big, big fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you guys talked about it. I I just wanted to get your two cents real quick on our show. Um, Which one is your favorite movie out of the trilogy? Uh, But also... you finished watching the
3: Trilogy*? I have not, I've not okay. finished it. I, I'm waiting for it to be free for me.
2: So, yeah. dude, I told you I can just I, loan you my blu <laughs> I
3: realize this, but I also need my movies back. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: that's true. <laughs> uh, ben, ben, what's your favorite out of the trilogy?
1: Well, this is a spoiler show, Austin, so I'm just gonna totally ruin the movie for you. But, uh, no, um, I, I love *Before Sunset*. That was my favorite of the three. Um, I mean, I don't know. Just to, like, recap, like, I had never seen any of them. This was the first watch for all three of us, and I loved it. Like, we do an ongoing segment on our show called Rushmore Mountain where we pick, like, four of our favorite of something. And I think this might make it into my trilogies now because I just thought it was great. Like, we, we're we pretty big on Letterboxd, too. We love that stuff, and they all averaged out to be four stars for all three of us. So, um, But I gave before Sunset four and a half stars. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was that was like so much better because they're all so kind of connected in their style and how they all work together. But it could have just been the backdrop. It, it was hands down for me, one of the best endings of any movie I've ever seen like that. That movie wrecked mm-hmm. me when it was done. It's like, oh, my oh. God, he was doing this the whole time. <laughs> like, so uh, It got me so good. But um, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I had a I had a great time. That was one of the trilogies that we went over. So um, I yeah. had a blast with that one.
2: I love the song that she sings at the end of Before Sunset. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesse is yeah. Whew, just chef's gifts, sublime. Uh, so good.
3: Yeah. I mean, those are the two I've seen. Or sun, yeah. uh, what?
2: Sunrise and Sunset is yeah, what th- you've th- seen. Th- those
3: are the two I've seen.
2: What's your favorite out of the two so far?
3: Probably Sunrise.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the general consensus is that Sunrise is better. I do feel you guys touch on it on your show of, like, Before Sunrise, you're, you're kind of just getting a feel for the characters, and you're not 100% sure like, where you stand um, yeah. with those characters. Uh, and before sunset's a little, a little more like, I don't know, magical, lustful type situation.
3: Yeah, the before sunset definitely gives you a more wrapped up ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: For sure. I mean, you kind get of get wrapped up ending with sunrise, but it leaves yeah. it so ambiguous for the future. Yeah, right. I mean, yes, the same could be said for sunset, but I feel like there's more mystery with sunrise.
2: Yeah. And I couldn't imagine going to see before Sunrise in a theater and being like, I'll watch the next nine years later. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, I couldn't even imagine.
1: I'm really curious to see how Sunrise plays on a second watch, because that was my lowest one. Still three and a half stars out of five. Like, I still enjoyed it. But um, like you said, I think we're just still getting to like know the characters. Jesse was just like a little too much for me in that one, but it's not like he's that different in Sunset. So I don't know what the difference was because Sunset, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell everybody about this movie. In Sunrise, I, mean, I don't know why everyone thinks it's five stars, but yeah, great time, great time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Before Midnight is is my favorite one. I just mm. just because of the, the fact that, like um with La La Land being my favorite movie, like it kind of follows in the same vein of like this is reality versus uh the dream that we've that we've been living in uh, uh and yeah it really really hits home great trilogy. anyway i just yeah. wanted to mention it um yeah I, I watched la land last night so i'm very much in, in this vibe, uh and it was even delightful. though
3: even though it's not the same movies no well i was about, gonna i was gonna you, watch. you
2: had the Listen, option to watch I know, it i know so <laughs> i was gonna watch before midnight i pulled out the blu-ray and i was like ooh, should i watch it and then i was like Nah, I'm gonna watch Holland.
1: La La <laughs> well, I saw your votes like <laughs> on Instagram and I was like, oh, like marriage stories, like it wasn't marriage story the first one. It was like yeah, kind of it, it was, was taking it. Side. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's on the second one, and it was like I know what I'm gonna watch. You guys know what I'm gonna watch, yeah. but I still wanna hear what you guys think. It's it's a done,
2: it's done. Done deal. I love it. So uh okay, let's start talking about the mcu
0: let's do it let's start
2: talking about our do do we want to start with our favorite movie or do we want to start with our favorite moments do you think maybe moments could build to our favorite movie i know you're you're one for building anticipation austin you're you know you don't want to give give away the main prize too early i'm just
3: trying
1: to think of my favorite moment
2: right now it's it's tough uh ben what do you want to start do you want to start with movies or moments
1: Let's let's get the big one out of the way. Let's do movies, and then we'll get to Love moments. It. Trying to build uh, some time here for Austin. Yeah, give <laughs> him, him some think. time here to figure know. it out. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh,
2: okay, well, Ben, you are the guest on our show. Um, would you Would you like to go first?
3: Are, are we not going to ask him our first time like viewer questions? Like, what? oh my gosh, how dare you forget yeah, well, this? well,
2: could you ask him, please? So now that you bring it up,
3: <laughs> so typically. <laughs> When we have a guest on, we like to ask our guests, like, what their favorite movie is of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of, like, for our listeners to understand your type of profile. Or For sure. Now, obviously, you also have a movie podcast, so it may be difficult to say what your number <laughs> one is.
2: Well, Godfather situation.
3: Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be nice. Yeah. I'm going to give you the top three to narrow uh, it down a little bit more.
1: It's like you know exactly who I am. I've had the same top three answers for, like, honestly, probably 20 years. So this works out perfectly. Uh, Oh, you and my
2: wife would be best friends.
1: Is it a flowing
3: list, or is it, like, a set list? Like, you are, like, diehard. It's it's
1: a set list. Like, I – you know, like, Letterboxd gives you your top four. Like, I can't imagine that ever changing. If a movie came in to fill in my top four, I would just be, like – it must change my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which by the way, like I remember I listening to your episode, I think with your wife and you're just like this week, this is my favorite one. It's like, what? Yeah. this is chaos? What's going on? How do you have a favorite movie this week? Like, this is yeah. crazy. I live in chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, So how I usually answer the question is like this, my favorite movie of all time, desert Island, take one movie with me. It's mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's day off.
2: Wow. That That's I a, love that pick.
1: Solid choice.
2: That's a great choice
1: that's my favorite movie ever like obviously like a little mirroring here but whenever i was sick at home that's what i would watch you know it's just like it's so easy to watch there's so many like little easter egg things that john hughes does i mm-hmm. love the dialogue i love like i love chicago i love everything that they do so yeah that's my favorite movie of all time um the I other two... a, Oh, go ahead sorry
3: yeah. so um i'm blanking on his best friend's name uh cameron cameron yep do you, there's this theory that goes around about <laughs> the movie yeah. being that it's Cameron is actually just imagining Ferris.
1: Yeah, kind of a Fight Club situation going on. Yeah.
2: you would what, bring this up. Austin. I would. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What
1: is your thought behind that? I I love it. I think it's great. I think it's such a cool theory. And maybe it's just because it's like more chance to talk about my favorite movie. But like, <laughs> I think it's such a fun theory to think about. Yeah, just like, again, like the whole Fight Club, like, just like projecting what you want, you know, um, I don't know, like, there's plenty of holes with it. Yeah. But I, I think it's a super fun theory to like, to put out there. I think it's a great idea okay
2: wow Could, I li- i'm pro i did, like that. did you
1: know about this yeah. oh okay. yeah absolutely. i just had to make sure
2: i've i've listened to um the rewatchables mm. episode on mm. ferris bueller's day off and and they kind of dive into this and they also dive into like the the logistics of how they go from downtown chicago to back to ferris bueller's
1: house. oh yeah there's um, so much yeah
2: in time, and they're like now nah, this this is impossible this can't be done <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you can't do that in a day like everything they do like a baseball game just like everything like, we, there's no yeah. way that happens but
0: yeah, everything I love all that movie alone
1: um so let's see my other two that are up there are uh the godfather one and yeah. i i um i love the movie so much that to my detriment i have not seen godfather two or three
2: <laughs> you can't you don't want to like ruin what you know exactly
1: and i'm afraid to like I, I just hear that it's like you know that and empire and stuff like are like the better sequels than the original I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if I can live with myself if I've gone this whole time and like Godfather two really is better. I know mm-hmm. I need to watch it. I will watch it, but Godfather one. And that's like kind of some sentimental reason, like watching it with my grandfather and stuff. Like it was just mm-hmm. for me, like one of the first serious movies that I really enjoyed, you know, I was like, Oh, this is what cinema is. This is great. Like I can mm-hmm. watch this kind of movie. So I, I love the Godfather. I think that, that movie's wonderful. And then my third favorite is Casablanca. Um, oh, nice. I don't know. Always, I feel oh, terrible. Yeah.
2: I I have not seen Godfather or Casablanca. I have mean, Godfather. I should I'll see be. myself out. But I've seen Casablanca.
1: <laughs> I mean, I got one of the best uh presents ever recently. My girlfriend actually rented one of the theaters here, and for Casablanca, it was just the two of us in there. Like oh, it's the what? first time like I had seen it on the big screen. I was like, man, this is crazy. I I loved it mm-hmm. so casablanca oh, i couldn't yeah it was it was rad so um wow. yeah so casablanca godfather and ferris Bueller's day off they've honestly probably been my top three for at least at least 15 years if not longer like it's just locked in that that's wow. my top three
2: locked and loaded put away in the vault <laughs> yeah that's, that's what it sounds like threw away the key
1: i'm just gonna throw it in there my number four on letterboxd is the dark knight that's the one that's in there right now so let's okay. go Let's yeah. go.
2: That's such a. Oh, that's it's awesome. not all just
1: like pre-1990 movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so rad.
1: It's okay. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, that's a good. That's guy. Good question.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Not a Dark Knight fan? If, if it's not no, hey, I love the Dark Knight, but if it's oh, not okay. Marvel, it's, you know, it's. Oh yeah. What is it really? You know, honestly. What is
1: it? Is it even a movie? If, yeah.
2: if it's not Marvel, or if it doesn't have Ryan Gosling, as, as, <laughs> as our listeners already know, and we'll find out our podcast as well. <laughs> yeah yeah uh okay let's do uh so let's do favorite mcu movies um so I, I have my own personal notes that i've secluded from either of you uh listeners of this show for quite a while know i have a tendency to to sh- share my picks with Austin hey. uh and your inner guest if we have a guest um and it takes all the secrecy out so i took one out of the austin davis book uh you know the handbook and I decided not to share any of my answers today. And underneath favorite MCU movie in my notes, it's blank. So Ben, <laughs> would you like to go first?
1: I mean, honestly, you've built the suspense that I kind of want to defer to you. I want to hear what yours is. Like, no, I am i don't even know if I can focus about mine until I know what yours is. So.
2: <laughs> Listen, I can do this. Um, so I, I do have a letterbox um, where I have like my MCU ranking. I've created <laughs> like an MCU ranking list. And uh, rewatch the movies, I try to kind of update that, and I put in my letterbox like the last time I watched it. Mm. That way, I can kind of validate, like, you know, oh, have I seen this recently? Like, could it move spots? Uh, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm not a set in stone guy. Anything can mm-hmm. take over anything. Anything's possible in this life. So, I, I currently my number one MC film uh, on my ranking is Avengers: Infinity War. Nice. And I feel That's like all choice. Yeah, just I feel like there's a couple reasons for this, and, and I'm a huge Endgame guy. Like that, I I just I love Endgame so much. I saw it like seven times in the theater, I think eight mm-hmm. times almost. Mm-hmm. And it is the perfect combination of a decade of movies. But to me, yeah, my the strongest argument for Infinity War is the fact that it is a much much better standalone film than Endgame is. Yeah, I think. I think Endgame requires the buy-in from Infinity War and the previous, maybe not the previous ten years, right? You don't need to see everything, but it definitely requires a larger amount of buy-in to sit and understand what's going on for three out three hours and twelve minutes or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Infinity War just, man, it's got those moments. Yeah. Like it's just it's got it's got it's it's what I equate Infinity War to is like i don't know what what is it in the music industry it's like a platinum album like i don't know what it is but it's got like you know every song is like a banger and all other for an album
3: so i think i remember one of our podcasts that we had this debate of which which one was better Endgame or infinity war and i'm fairly certain yep yep (laughs) <laughs> you had chosen. Yeah. Endgame. I, I
2: took him across on Endgame, and I died on that hill, and I was born again, and I found Infinity War follow.
3: I, <laughs> debated, not okay I with... debated three people <laughs> about why this movie was better, and none of you <laughs> agreed with me.
2: I had Nick on my side, and Jay didn't agree with you either. So, but hey, I'm on your side now.
3: I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, like they said, you know, fluid list anything goes it's- t- it's totally good within less
1: than a year, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah you know i mean change.
1: i I loved it like I mean you know if people listen to the movie draft, they'll realize that you know, to give a little teaser here, Austin, you had the first pick and you took infinity war, number one overall. Mm-hmm. And people play. will see Ethan's reaction in that if they want to, like I think he was, I mean, we were all pretty bummed. When he took that, but it's a reason that there's a reason that it went number one. Like yeah. it, it's such a good movie. It's a great buildup. Um, I agree with you. I think ending end game was just like a great culmination of everything. Like it's, yeah, it's, I mean, that's hard to work as a standalone movie just because so much, it pays off so much stuff. Like, I, I promise we'll keep this about Marvel, but that's how I feel about Dark Knight Rises. Like, I don't know that it's a great standalone, but I think it works well as, like, ending the trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it works that way. But Endgame is the same thing, but on a much grander scale, where it's just, like, cool for 11 years. Like, we're going to pay off, like, the fact that he said he wants an American cheeseburger. We're yeah. going to do that in 11 years. Yeah. You know, we're still cool. going to call back to cool. it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, it's crazy. But Infinity War is so good. Like, that whole... The, that's the first taste we get of like thor with the guardians you know which just like is setting up love and thunder which i'm super excited about and him mm-hmm. landing down in wakanda has got to be one of the best scenes ever so i think Infinity war is a great choice mm-hmm.
2: yeah and i do think too Infinity war going for the end it was i feel like it was pretty novel like i feel like we the the heroes didn't win right we, yeah. we yeah. see half of the heroes yeah. die and we're st- stuck with that for years mm-hmm. it's not like we didn't get to see everybody go home happy you know like not everybody go home happy at the end of at the end of end game but you, know, mm-hmm. you, you get the idea of like overwhelmingly thanos won and, and that's just what we were left with and mm-hmm. i feel like that storyline to it of like this was this was thanos's movie this, oh, this yeah. was him battling the heroes versus the heroes battling somebody else is extremely unique to the MCU. I don't think we have another thing like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And at the yeah. end of that movie, I mean, the tagline says Thanos will return. Like that was his movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a Thanos movie. And yeah, that, that was, that's a great choice.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Ben.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: awesome. Yeah, would you like to go next or, or shall I, I guess? I'll, I'll
1: let our guests go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's uh Man, it's just my favorite MCU movie. I saw that in theaters by myself. And then that night, I went and hung out with my friends and I dragged all three of them to the theater the next day. I was like, you guys need to go see this. Because just like I think a lot of people, I had no idea who the Guardians were. Like,
0: right. oh, I yeah. like
1: Marvel. Like, yeah. I kind of grew up reading some of that stuff, but that's that was deep cut stuff when that came out you know it's like who in the hell are these guys like the guy that made like super and slithers directing this like i have like what is this yeah, movie yeah. Even gonna be you know this is gonna be nuts but man i i love that movie that that's one that i watched more than anything else i think you know just to go into some of my reasons why like the the music we can just start there like that's yeah. Oh, the, the be, one of the best, of the best soundtrack soundtracks ever. ever. Yeah, yeah. agree. Like, <laughs> <Ging.
0: laughs>
1: hey,
2: listen, I have the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy soundtrack on vinyl, so I yeah, oh, yeah, very pro in here.
1: A hundred percent. Like, t- like, uh, I don't know if either of you watch Patrick a. Will- H. Willem's a uh, YouTube channel, but he just did an episode on needle drops, and it's like I rewatched that movie. I'm like, this whole movie is needle drops. Like when we first mm-hmm. see Star Lord, like walking through, just. And then they again they call back to that in endgame, you know. It's like it's uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um let's see what else. I, I mean the uh collector, I love Benicio del Toro in this. Like he is oh, yes. he is just like having a blast, which is great. <laughs> Whenever Benicio <laughs> del Toro can just go nuts, like I love it. Plus Glenn Close, plus John C. Riley. Like who would have ever yeah. thought he'd be in the MCU? But he's really? he's so great in this. Um and then like how I know. <laughs> um sorry my my connection's a little laggy I apologize. Um but we we recently talked about the princess bride, you know that had Andre the giant in it and we got talking about like pro wrestlers joining mainstream films. And I think Dave bautista proved himself in that thing. Like him mm-hmm. as Drax was Perfection, like it, it was like so good. And then he's gone on to like be in a James Bond movie. Stuber was really good. I don't know who saw it, but I watched it on a plane once, and it was really funny, actually. I know? watched it on the plane. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like oh, I got nothing else to do for the next hour and a half, and it was really funny. Now Kumail is going to be in the MCU, so I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I mean, I know he was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I still haven't seen that, but like, I think he's proven himself, and he's going to be in Dune. Like, I cannot wait for Dune to come out. So, yeah, the whole cast is great. The We Are Groot scene, it's not going to make my favorite moment, but that was, I think, the first time I teared up, like, in a comic book movie, probably. Like, that was that was such, like, a, a good scene. So, yeah, I don't know. Guardians takes it for me. I, I love a team-up movie. I love, you know, when people have to work together, almost like a heist mm-hmm. movie, that kind of a thing. Like, so, sure. yeah, Guardians takes the cake. That's
2: a good yeah. pick. I, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Guardians, to be honest. <laughs> I think Guardians 2 definitely more recently than I've seen the original.
1: Yeah. I think
3: for me, like what really enticed me is um Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like because I, I'm a big fan of his like Wall Parks and track. Yeah. Um and so like I knew that he was gonna be funny, so I'm like there ha- there has to be like comedic aspects of it. Um yeah. and finding out like Vin Diesel would be in it for <laughs> the find out yeah. he's greeted of like, yeah. like that's the character that he plays. Okay. Yeah. Um but no like it just ha- surprisingly like how well like Bradley Cooper does with Rocket Gosh. and like oh my god so good like and then like you like you said Dave uh, Batista like I did not think that he was going to be that funny but he freaking like he steals
1: a, like the scene yeah. like in various different like different movies so many yeah and in two, like yeah. I, I don't like two as much, but I mean I don't like anything as much, you know. So it's not like I still enjoy two, but he is so great in that, and yeah, he was just perfect in this. His dry delivery worked mm-hmm. perfectly with Drax. Yeah, he's I just
2: so
3: good. I just think of the scene where he's just like standing there,
1: <laughs> like <laughs> even just like
3: I'm invisible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he, good.
1: He <laughs> man like... just comes in, hi Drax, like oh. <laughs> 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 so good.
2: Yeah, he's so perfect, and I really think the guardians uh duo like both movies massive testament to james gun like to take people to take a group of heroes that, that nobody cared about and nobody knew about really mm. and to make it one of the most unique um yeah. in the MCU inc- like incredible accomplishment a um and i, ca- I kind of feel like you can related maybe it was like the the Thor ragnarok of like that phase right mm-hmm. where it was like yeah music oriented. it was new it was something different it was an incredible cast had all these new elements to it that an mcu movie didn't really have before from mm-hmm. that time frame exquisite mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I really like sean gunn i, I love james gunn's brother oh, yeah, oh yeah i think he's wonderful <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, Michael Rooker. I haven't even mentioned. Like he's uh, yeah, yeah, Yondu's yeah. so good in that. That scene in the field where he's like sending his little arrow thing out, like oh, oh classic. I love it.
2: So sick. Like, yeah, it's a great one. Okay, Austin, you're up. We're gonna we're definitely gonna do honorable mentions. Just FYI, okay. Because okay. there are some movies I, I have to talk about that I feel like are underdogs. But anyway, go ahead, <laughs> Austin.
3: All right. Well, um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, are you gonna copy me? No. <laughs> Actually, um, I know I picked. Infinity Wars, uh, my first pick. Mm-hmm. I had to go with a heavy hitter.
2: Yeah. it was a draft move. It was, a draft move. Yeah, it was a draft move. I like uh,
3: okay. it. But that one would be my second one.
2: Mm-hmm. I
3: had that was behind my first one. My first one. I know
2: what your favorite one is, by the way. Okay, guess. No, no I don't want to take the steam out of yourself. <laughs> <No. laughs>
3: I guess on yours like all the time, and I'm usually right. So it's Iron Man. No. What? you're wrong You always <laughs> man it's still not my favorite
2: okay what is it what is it
3: it would be thor ragnarok nice <laughs> so good definitely
2: better <laughs>
3: <laughs> so i i'm actually a pretty big fan of like thor as like a general sense of like the the marvel characters um yeah. so i don't know i was one of those weird people that enjoyed dark
1: world that like
2: i didn't think dark world was bad at all
1: like
2: it's definitely. still like
1: it's every mcu movie is good i love actually love the incredible hulk like i lived in brazil for a while so it probably plays into it a little bit but yeah i enjoy the incredible hulk i don't think there's like a bad mcu movie it's just the one that i watched the least i guess is dark world
2: okay yeah. pro, pro dark world Austin
3: yeah Davis. so um but that being said like watching the the first two and then watching this one I'm also a big fan of comedy. Yeah. Like I'm, I like to laugh. I like to have fun, as you can clearly tell. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so the, I just like Taika really took hold of this, like of Thor, and just mm-hmm. changed him in the right, best way. That mm-hmm. um, you like now you can have this like comedic sense of of Thor, and he is uh, Chris Hemsworth is just freaking hilarious
2: he's so good uh, yeah
3: uh, but then you see like that team um the team like aspect with him and the hulk um obviously the hulk hasn't really been given that much good solid movie um yeah. Yeah. but i would say oh i would almost say that this is a like they are both one the same in this movie um maybe a little bit more leaning towards thor uh, just because obviously namesake but mm-hmm. it. It's the closest thing that we have had to a sequel for Hulk. Um, yeah. yeah. And so to me, like really emphasizing that character and seeing the progression of that character as well, I think it was really cool. Um, but then like the, also the storyline of Hela coming in and like, oh, um, yeah. like, like I, I felt like he was not going to beat her.
2: No, like Kate Blanchett just freaking crushes that. Yeah. She's amazing.
3: I, I want her to come She's back. So, so Yeah. Well, I mean, a different version of her is coming back in the next movie. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'm just, I'm now, yeah, that movie to me is the
1: best one. So, well, I think yeah, like I, Planet Hulk is one of the most fun storylines that we've had in the mm-hmm. comics, and this was a great way to kind of show that. Yeah. And I mean, Korg, we got Korg, like, yes, which we is so good. Like, God, I think, I, I think Taika is the director that like you could recommend any single one of his movies and it's a good choice you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's i i was able to see boy like his first one i was like well this was great i love eagle versus shark like anything that you send off so to know that he got you know to do thor and like kind of show how funny chris hemsworth is was but it was just a revelation i I loved that movie Mm hmm
2: yeah, it, absolutely incredible. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a mean, huge Corg and Meek are just like the the best duo, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Piss off, Ghost, and like yeah. <laughs> I'm made out of rocks, you know. Like, I, you know, the whole like flyer scene. Like, oh, we we were trying to see the world, we didn't go to flyers. Didn't print off enough of
0: flyers.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just so so hilarious. And uh, and I feel maybe we've, maybe we talked about it during our Taika episode as well. Uh, but you know, during making Thor Ragnarok uh they obviously got the rights to the immigrant song by led zeppelin and so uh you know and it and it was the intro song to the movie but it also plays another crucial role when thor just like blasts the shit out of hella and comes back to the bifrost and starts just like dicing people up yeah and taika's taika basically said like we got the rights to immigrant song we're gonna freaking use it like we're gonna (laughs) put that song in there so many times yeah genius love it so good
3: and also, I just think like, because bringing up that song, I just think of the very intro and you're just like, <laughs> you just see his face and like he, but you don't know that he's like spinning around in this circle. <laughs> yeah. So and you just like, oh, it's a very serious scene. And then all of a sudden, wait,
1: <laughs> I'm <It's> backwards. <laughs> like, he yeah. totally just set the tone with that. And yeah. I mean, has anyone, like, had more fun in a Marvel movie than Jeff Goldblum? Like, he looks like oh, he's just having yeah. a blast, and I love it. I love it. Thank
2: you for mentioning that. I was, I was just about to mention uh, The Grandmaster, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, he is so he's so underrated, but, like, he's so funny in, in this movie, and mm-hmm. he, he's ridiculous. And I had tweeted the other day that, like, I would pay, I would pay hard-earned money to see a Disney Plus show about The Grandmaster. That oh, he yeah. goes to their plants and like tries their food or like you know like, <laughs> does like cultural things they like you know gets invested in like He's that kind based of
3: stuff. The Anthony Bourdain. Exactly. Exactly. The
0: Anthony Bourdain yeah, the Grandmaster.
2: <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch that show because it would just be so flippant funny. Uh, I the Grandmaster is is a great character. I wish we would see more stuff.
3: I mean, we kind of see that. You do realize like he has like a, a show like jeff Goblin has that show on uh oh yeah, yeah. no uh, yeah this is true he came to our work
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did he came, he came to the yeah i haven't seen it you know back when disney plus first came out i was like oh, i'm definitely gonna watch this show and then never happened
3: i'll leave that up <laughs> <of. laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yeah i think thor ragnarok really really puts together all the pieces yeah. it's a killer that's a killer killer number one you know killer number one Great choice. um okay uh do we have any uh, honorable i I feel like uh we should maybe do like one honorable mention a piece not necessarily your second favorite but you know maybe one that you think does love or one that you want to you know stick your foot out for anybody have uh, anything to say i've got one if if you want me to go go for it (laughs) okay well uh (laughs) in this order yeah we're gonna stick in the order i guess um Look, I th- I think I'm, tr- I'm tr- trying to look at my ranking. Do um, you
3: have it actually ready? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. No, not at all.
2: Not at all. Uh, I think that Ant is not gonna fluff.
3: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I yeah. just
2: so I put that in the draft. You know, a little spoiler alert. I I put that in the draft. I won't say where, but uh, I I think everybody loves the idea of Ant-Man. I think, but they don't necessarily love the like the Ant-Man movie uh i think like l- everybody loves Luis. like again like we see you know like nine episodes of Luis like recapping the events of the mcu let's like let's sign me up yeah. uh and and i think paul Re- everybody's like oh paul red's so amazing but i just think aaron falls under the radar so often yellow jacket is super cool the whole <laughs> fight in the end is is incredible like Sizing up and down and going through the train set and all this mm. kind of stuff is so cool, uh, and you know, like kind of a heist You feel like a little heisty and, and Paul Rudd's thief. Mm. Yeah, it, it's just think it gets enough love.
3: I just think the scene, like you brought up the train scene, like right. literally it goes like off the rail, <laughs> but it, it, like it makes it seem like it's such a, like a big battle, and then it mm. just <laughs> like this little tiny mm-hmm.
0: thing just
1: falling off the tracks, so, like. <laughs> I, I've, so talked, I've talked about it on our pod a few times and that like will remain one of the biggest what ifs ever for me is like, I just wish we could have seen Edgar Wright complete that movie. Cause mm-hmm. he was talking about doing Ant-Man, I think before they even started Iron Man, like he was talking to Marvel for a long time about doing this. And I'm just so bummed that he got pulled off that. I think you can still see some of, the flashes of Edgar Wright in that movie. But I I really wish he had just been able to complete it because that's like, that's to me, you know, kind of like Tycho with Thor, like, and Mm -hmm. James Gunn with guardians, like these characters that people probably assume, well, not Thor so much, but like Ant-Man and guardians, like just do whatever you want. You know, And I'm surprised that we didn't get Mm to see the Edgar Wright one, but we got baby driver out of it. So can't complain too much, but
2: yeah, that's, that's hard. That's a a really tough trade-off to have. Yeah. You're you're Austin. Awesome. You're a pretty pretty big Baby Driver fan. Oh yeah. Uh, I really like Corey Stoll as well. He plays he plays Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Um, I think he's excellent. in basically everything that he's in, I'm pretty sure he's in House of Cards. I only watched like one or two seasons. Uh, but I watched the report last week with Tim Driver. He's in that, and he doesn't have very much screen time. But he's but he's excellent. Um, yeah. I just think Ant Man not enough love. That's it.
1: And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for anything with Judy Greer in it. So.
2: Yeah. Wow. Absolutely.
1: I had a big crush on Evangeline Lilly back
3: when mm. she was on Lost so,
2: <laughs> so kind of, you, you
3: know I of- was like huh, okay <laughs> bring
2: them
0: to B- for baby. all of us let's go
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay um, that
2: would mean that Ben you're up next for your pick
1: well this will come as zero surprise to you guys but probably to <laughs> every one of your listeners but the one I want to talk about is Age of Ultron I that movie (laughs) gets shit on all the time, and I get it. Like it, it, I get that it's the least popular of the four Avengers movies. But I just think it's so good. I think the unfortunate thing about it is that it's just like it's a movie that's made up of great scenes, but it's not necessarily like a great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, we're gonna be talking about our favorite moments, and this isn't the the one that I'm going to choose. But that that party trick where they're trying to lift me on there like goes down mm-hmm. it's just one of the best moments ever in the MCU for me. Oh, right. We get to meet Vision like there's just so much that happens. I feel like I talked so much about this <laughs> on the movie drafts and I feel like I'm just repeating it all, but um yeah, I I love Ultron and we wouldn't have WandaVision without it, so I'm just I'm ride or die mm-hmm. on Ultron. Yep.
2: 100%. I do think that I do think and I think it gets enough recognition, but I think James Spader as Ultron is is actually quite good. Oh, I yeah, like, I well. think he's the perfect role for Ultron and I think he does a great job of it. And I, I did rewatch it in prep for the draft cause I had been a long time before, um, since I had seen it and I, I guess I had forgotten. Like, yeah, we, we get the introduction to Wanda. We get the introduction to vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Pietro Pietro. We see, um, I don't know. What's his name? The guy in black Panther, um, Chadwick Boseman. No, he's the, he's the villain. Oh, uh,
1: cloth. You, uh, yeah, has, yeah. Has, oh yeah
2: and yeah. and vibratium and him, yeah like, it's the first we hear about wakanda vibratium. yeah the first time we get wakanda mentioned uh mm. and and i i do like the storyline of it like i the avengers and iron man specifically are are, are tasked with an impossible choice like what do you do? Yeah.
3: yeah i think i feel like we kind of brought this up during guys draft, but it's such an integral part of like the rest of the how the series kind of went mm-hmm. yeah like in terms yeah. of like the Marvel phases, so like that me like it, I think that people overlook this movie because it's it maybe not be as sexy. Yeah, but yeah. it definitely sexy.
1: pushes everything forward. Yeah, with the Sokovia Accords because of it. So we get yeah. Civil War. Yeah. Like yeah, a, a lot of stuff goes back to this movie. I just I, I think it's an enjoyable movie. I think you're totally mm. like right on with James Spader. Like he he makes that movie. He's such he's so good in that. You'll bring in Robert California, but in robot <laughs> form. I love it.
2: <laughs> Fucking lizard key. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope that we see some form of Old slash James Spade in the uh, WandaVision family, which they oh, coming out tonight. We're recording on a Thursday. Coming out tonight at midnight. I'm, I'm sitting up. Yeah,
0: I some four hours hour.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyped. Anyway, yeah, I love it. Mm. Great pick. Yeah. And what do you got, Austin?
3: I'm, well, you. He- Took my like, honorable mention one, so I'm gonna no, pick no. a different movie now. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> hey, you can uh, you can have it. We can share. Nope. It's okay. Nope, <laughs> Not okay with <okay.
3: laughs> that. No. No. <laughs> uh, it, it would have to be Doctor Strange. Oh, nice. nice. So I think I think for me, Doctor Strange it, it, the reason why I feel like he's an honorable mention is because for one, we like we've seen like aspects of him. After that movie, but not mm-hmm. a whole lot, and I think that this phase is going to be his time to shine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think this. Phase four. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be where uh, Benedict really starts to like take his role further. Um, but to go back to the actual movie itself, um, I like I just really liked like the whole aspect of him like being like this. I, essentially, like a Tony Stark esque mm-hmm. character to be yeah. then like this, like actually humbled character, oh. um, and then going to like the school and like learning all these different like techniques and things like that. I thought that was really cool. Um, and then like, uh, I'm blanking on her character's name um ancient one ancient one yeah mm-hmm.
2: um that was fucking impressive how i knew that by the way
3: i knew it ended with one i just <laughs> forgot what, <laughs> what key, the one the, the tilda one. one yeah yeah tilda swenson yeah. yeah um i thought she did a fantastic job i mean like yeah. you watch her like her whole storyline and how it ended and stuff like that i thought like that was really cool oh, yeah. um like just watching like the the lightning like that whole scene like crashing down and she'd be like this is my time like mm-hmm. i've always came to this yeah. point and um and stuff like that so i thought that was a really cool aspect of the movie as well um but yeah i, I just think like the whole like dr strange like character i think he, he's interesting and so i am excited to see what is going to be yeah. coming this this phase
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's been a long time since i've seen dr strange but i think it's one of the most uh aesthetically pleasing MCU movies out there. It's got some of the really like some really, really cool, colorful, innovative shots to it. Um plus I'm a big Mads Mickelson fan, so anytime he's in a movie, I feel like it, you know, bumps it up a notch.
1: Yeah. That's why I wrote yeah, that, that movie's so fun and like the the artwork that they paid tribute to, like when he's like going through all the different dimensions and everything. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that I mean talk about perfect casting. Like it is like just like Iron Man, you know, like he's Benedict is perfect for this role and just how he's played out so far in infinity war in endgame and multiverse of madness is just going to be it's going to be amazing we got sam raimi doing it like doing marvel's first horror movie like this is going to be go. it's gonna be so good
2: just i mean sam raimi and danny elfman let's go oh like yeah the, come on reunite and change the world
1: i'm
3: a little skeptical about his uh mc or like marvel movie past but that's just me it's
2: <laughs> <laughs> a personal opinion
3: <laughs> so Was we'll sam see
2: don't, don't hold it against sam yeah
3: i he he ethan knows well um i'm not the biggest fan of the original spider-man movies gotcha so i know Whoa. that's like sacrilege, yeah, like, sacrilege. This, like you just i discri- i know that discredits me sometimes
2: <laughs> i credit myself Constantly on the show, like oh, I haven't seen The Godfather. One of the best pieces of I ever made. I haven't seen it.
3: Um, I just wasn't impressed when I first saw it as a, a teenager and stuff like that. So, um, it's my opinion. So I'm just gonna stick with it because you know that's my life,
1: right or um, die. I'm here for. I I I totally get it. I feel like that's his relationship with Sony. I'm hoping the MCU one goes better. Like they they screwed up Spider-Man three for him, and oh, yeah. I mean that's why he so left fun. four because like um, but I. I my opinion that I'm gonna ride or die on is Spider Man Two is the best comic book movie of all time. So, I yeah I'm very excited to see how multiverse goes.
3: You say that, but your number four
1: (laughs) is Dark Knight. It's true. (laughs) It is true. Getting caught
0: up in your own lives, man.
1: I mean, just because it's the best comic movie of all time, doesn't mean it's my favorite. We've got like this is my favorite Bueller pick is Dark Knight, the best Uh, one though.
2: (laughs) Very important distinction.
1: Um,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, I I want to talk about a few of our favorite MCU moments. Um, there's so there's so many to choose from. It's uh, I mean it's kind of mind-boggling how many great mcu moments there are uh i had mentioned thor getting his powers back in thor ragnarok and like mm-hmm. just like coming down from asgard like onto the bifrost with immigrant song playing and i had re-watched that clip this afternoon and he so he's missing an eye and then yeah. he turns into like a human rocket he like twists and like zooms forward through all these people didn't know he could do that super cool uh so like that's that's definitely one of my favorite moments and i gotta say you know with infinity war my pick for my favorite movie i i've got to go with thor's entrance into wakanda i think i think that's a lot of people a lot of people's you know one of their top mcu moments i just feel like the energy that that had and what it what it represented for like the directive of that movie of like okay, that there's hope, like, Thor's coming to save the day, like, we've got this covered now, and how, yeah, just how epic it is, and then what pursues, like, right after is, uh, what is it, St- Steve Rogers and then Thor you know the whole beard I'm like oh i see you've got oh, my yeah. beard I'm like oh this is Groot and he goes yeah. I, i'm I am roger
1: <laughs> yeah also before though, it, that was one of the funniest lines i think with between him and itree when he's like you can't do that you'll die he's like only if it kills me like, yeah <laughs> yes that's what yeah. that means <laughs> <laughs> like it's so good peter dinklage is great in that
2: yeah i, I think those are great um
3: i'm just but, glad peter dinklage was able to get into mcu but... i know oh man yeah. i hope that he has a bigger role in uh in was it uh thor love and, love, thunder. And thunder. love and thunder yeah yeah or guardians of the galaxy Could either we... one either way
2: any anything's possible mm. now i think on a more serious note though my my personal favorite mcu moment is is pepper Potts telling Tony that he can rest i Dang. feel really emotionally connected to that scene um like we had mentioned, like the culmination of, of a decade of movies and we've finally gotten to this point where Tony's Tony's been doing this for everybody, yeah. for the world, and and he mentions early in the movie, or you know, Pepper mentioned early in the movie to him, like, um, if if you don't try to to essentially, you know, through time, will you be able to rest? Will you will you know that you've tried your very hardest? And he knows the answer to that. Pepper pepper pots knows the answer to that, and then at the very end, you know, it's it's okay, Tony. You can rest now. Is yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, you know, on the show, I have a, I have a grand list of fuck me up movies and moments, <sighs> hey. and this is this is on there. It just it gets me every time, and I and I think it's it's easily one of m- easily my favorite <clears throat> times moment for sure. Look at me. We're gonna be
0: okay.
2: You can rest now. Okay. so good messes with me oh, messes with me so <laughs> good
1: uh I, I mean i'll go through my i was telling ethan earlier like i i had like a top 10 i was like i've got to cut this down so i'm going back to the the rushmore tactic here i'm just gonna i'm gonna do my four i can't help it i can't just talk about one um from a like a camera production aspect of it uh, that's actually just going to be an honorable mention, but that scene in Black Panther when we're following him in and the camera is like tilting from the side to like being oh, straight up. I love so that funny. shot so much. Ryan Kugler yeah. is so good. He is three for three on movies. Like he has not yep. missed yet. So I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with Black Panther 2, but that, that scene yeah. sticks with me all the time. It's like, my God, that's such a beautiful shot. So mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: I love the opening of Guardians 2 just like baby root dancing around while everyone's fighting behind them it's like so that, i think funny. that thing is so funny uh the cap elevator fight in winter soldier mm-hmm. is yeah yeah so yeah it's intense um i love speaking of ultron i love vision lifting mjolnir and handing it to thor mm-hmm. that was a real like holy shit like he can do this <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> like, um but my my favorite mcu moment and again like i i honestly got tears in my eyes was civil war when just the word queens popped up i was like oh my god we're gonna see spider-man like i when he like shows up and he's got cap shield like at the airport and stuff i was like oh like that's all i ever didn't know i wanted you know that (laughs) was just my favorite moment ever i think tom holland is like the best of both worlds as far as peter parker and spider-man and -hmm. they just know how to you know use his character so that that for me spidey's intro into the mcu is my favorite favorite moment
2: i like that pick i yeah that's like that's definitely more of an under the radar thing Mm. i like that a lot
3: yeah um let me see here so probably one
2: was that enough time for you to i came up with a couple couple. (laughs) yeah 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 we tried to buy you some time (laughs)
3: um so one scene that sticks out in my head always and i because it's common thing i I'll always remember comedy parts.
2: comedy guy. and i mm-hmm. say this
3: to um my roommates like all the time and it is the scene where in thor ragnarok when he is first entering the stadium mm-hmm. and he's he the hulk and he just starts cheering he's like it's a friend from work yeah. like yes that that line to me just like stuck with me um so that would be probably one of my most favorite scenes. That's
2: our intro song, by the way.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Love to see it. Because I told you to put it in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, <laughs> <you're different. Yep. laughs>
1: um, because we're friends from work. It's, it's, a, it's prime. Yeah. It's
2: perfect.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, um, it's so good. And Jeff Goldblum's face, like when they cut to him afterwards, like, oh, this isn't going like I thought it would. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Um,
3: and... I'm I just think of random scenes like from that movie. Sorry, it's just gonna be a Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> Ragnarok. thing. Um, Here we go. But when like they're in like the ship and he's like uh, the strongest Avenger ever. So
1: good.
3: Welcome. Voice activation
0: required. Thor. Access denied. Uh,
1: Thor, son of Odin.
0: Access denied.
1: God of thunder.
0: Access denied.
1: Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied.
1: Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied. Damn you, Stark.
3: Um. So yeah. Uh. Moving on from that, probably uh the scene in the first Captain America movie
2: mm. where I hope you're gonna say what I think you're gonna say. I don't know if you say it. I'm waiting.
3: I don't know if it's gonna be the um <laughs> the scene where he actually jumps on the grenade. Yeah. When it's the false grenade. That's what yeah. I was hoping you'd say. Yeah um and just showing that like he is the the right person for that program Mm -hmm. like he is clearly the person that has the heart to be that super soldier that will not like take that that stuff likely
2: yeah yeah and that's a that's a very like i feel like that's a very pivotal scene especially in that movie but like in the mcu that's that's one of the greatest scenes you get Mm -hmm. like it's full sacrifice yeah and he wasn't even he didn't even know he was part of the program yeah like he he had nothing nothing to gain by Mm -hmm. jumping on a live grenade yeah and he and he did it yep and tommy lee jones still a dick for the way he responded
3: (laughs) 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 i love tommy lee jones in the i i wish that he was in the mcu more
2: like yeah oh no i'm (laughs) I'm pro pro tommy lee jones i mean he's fantastic in the fugitive but like He's like, eh, okay, I guess we'll admit in the program. It's like, dude, he just jumped on a live grenade. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Of course he's going to the program.
1: This guy showed you who he is.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, that's a good pick.
1: Those would be my my couple. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, like, to tie that into, like, again, like, how they really successfully pulled this off, like, they just, they switched the storylines by the end of Endgame where, like, Cap went from being the completely selfless person to like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do now at the end. Like I'm going to go be with Peggy. And then Iron Man, who's the most selfless person person ever at the beginning, you know, for that first movie. And then he's the one that makes the ultimate sacrifice here. I'm like, they did such a good job of like giving these characters, like some development over the 11 years that that," I don't know that the MCU is ever going to be touched again by anything else. Like the way that they had the whole big picture from the beginning is just amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's undeniable. It's it's something un like that has not been done in any other any other movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
2: it's I think it's one of a kind. Uh, okay. I want to know what since we're talking MCU. So looking forward to Phase Four. So we've got one division finale tonight, and we mm-hmm. got we got a week off, and then we got Falcon Winter Soldier coming. So we've got like we've got MCU content coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to have Black Widow in May. We're supposed to have Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Sometime in the, f- in the fall. I can't remember the month. We're supposed to have the Eternals in November. Spider-Man No Way Home in December. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: I want to know, and Ben, we'll start with you. I want to know what Phase 4 project you're looking forward to the most. So it could be movie, Disney Plus show, whatever it is. Uh, but, but what's got you jacked to the tits?
1: I think I know which one you're going to say. Um, I mean, I don't know that you do. You might. I uh, <laughs> don't know but...
2: that you do. I love it.
1: Like, Spider-Man's my favorite superhero since I was a kid. Like, when I got my first Marvel encyclopedia, like, Spider-Man was it. But I'm just super stoked for Eternals, to be completely oh, honest. Oh,
2: totally Did it. he really?
1: Did he nail it? Oh, man. He
2: me off air. I love it. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, so funny!
1: I, I am just so excited, because I, I think that, like, along with the Multiverse of Madness, I think this is going to be, not necessarily in tone, like, funny, you know, way but, but i think it's going to be our next kind of guardians where we're mm-hmm. introduced to these characters that we don't know anything about and they're just going to play yeah. such a huge role moving forward you know we're obviously going cosmic with all of phase four and onward and i am just like i'm so excited to see what they do with this mm-hmm. so yeah that, that's my that's my pick if i had to pick one thing this year to see it'd be eternals
3: yeah that's ha- the reason why i thought that you're going to say eternals was because of guardians
1: oh so, nice solid yeah
3: if you're calling that one one of your favorite like MCU movies, then I like that was like yep. A I gotta big work on my poker
1: face. Yep. <laughs> People in stars. space and teaming up, mm-hmm. I like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the Eternals is a is an incremental like gateway into uh, what the rest of Phase Four and moving Phase Five, Six, whatever yeah. has to offer because we are going cosmic because we are starting to get bigger and badder and and I assume we're eventually going to see the likes of Chethan and, and a true history of how we're getting to where we are. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that all starts with the Eternals. If you don't have the Eternals, you can't, you can't go that route.
1: And mm-hmm. um, we're getting Chloe Zhao who just like won some stuff for Nomadland. Yep. You know, you're like a writer. So yeah, I think I can't wait to see what she does. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I, and I heard, uh, you know, with, with some recent interviews and whatnot that they're essentially done shooting for the Eternals uh, and she shot the Eternals very similar to the way she shot shot Nomadland, basically. So wide angle. Yeah, so yeah. wide angle and on like a hand, like a like a hand stabilized camera. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like she didn't go like like red eye or like fo- like anything super fancy. Um, and the people that have seen the raw footage, I don't know if that's like in company or like whatever the case may be, they said they have never seen an MCU MCU movie like this. Like yeah. it's about to change the game.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I've heard like it's so difficult to do like CGI work and stuff like that within like the wide angle, mm-hmm. like and all the, the different techniques that she used. But everyone's like they're Let's taking go. a gamble, but it, it probably will pay off. Going big. So nice. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a great pick.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely there with you. Like Eternals is definitely one of those ones like I think that might be my most um one like the one that I'm most excited about just because mm-hmm. it's something completely different. Yeah. Um, I mean we've seen Fantastic Four. Um, we've seen Blade. Um, even though I'm I am kinda interested to see how Blade will fit into the MCU. Yeah. Um
2: it's gonna get darker. Yeah. It has to.
3: Um I mean the the Vampires, logic,
2: Morbius, right? You're starting to get vampires. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um the logical choice, I mean, for me would be like the Thor, um, mm-hmm. love and thunder, but I, I gotta be right there with you with each the Eternals. I think it's just something different. I think you get your you get a couple people from Game of Thrones in there. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> I knew you're going to pull a game of Thrones.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, I mean get you get Jack Gumail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you get like Angelina Jolie, like let's throw her in like mm-hmm. just, yeah. like the
2: cast
1: just seems like a seems a solid cast. Yeah. 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 Angelina Jolie, Barry Key, Yeah, there's going to be so good.
2: Yeah, I mean could, Brian could Tyree Henry fun?
1: It's yeah. a stacked cast.
2: It, it is. So. I, I'm looking through it now. It's it's a pretty stacked cast. And I guess I guess one of the reasons I'm more apprehensive about the Eternals is because it is the unknown. Hmm. Is because it is like everything else we're getting. We know. Like, I know Doctor Strange. I know. You know. I know Wanda. I know Spider Man already. Like I know I have an affinity for these characters. The Eternals. <sighs> you know it's it's a roll of the dice for me i have complete trust obviously in in marvel studios and kevin feige and chloe zau and and everybody involved Mm -hmm. um but it still makes me nervous
1: and i'm with you like i felt like that before guardians too but this might speak more to my personal choices than anything else but like i have a guardians tattoo now and i didn't know anything about them like seven years ago you know what i mean now i'm just like i'm committed to i love this movie so much so i'm yeah, you're totally right. I'm, I think I'm projecting my guardian's love onto this one. I'm, I'm hoping it, it pays mm-hmm. off.
3: The one, one thing I'm worried about is, like I, I love the casting, but I just, I'm wondering how they're gonna do with that many people mm-hmm. in the, in focus in on each of those individuals throughout that movie. That's the one thing I'm a little worried about. But other than that, it's a lot of character arcs. Yeah.
0: It's a
2: lot of storylines. Yeah.
3: Who are we investing in? Who are we like really gonna care about and stuff like that?
2: So. Yeah, good pick. Um, do you wanna do you wanna talk next, Austin? Uh, that I,
3: that was me that talking. That was your pick. Yeah. Okay, uh,
2: Eternals. i was just uh, double check in. Double checking. Uh, you know, I I won't talk much. I feel like our listeners and you, uh, and and Ben, you probably know as well where I stand. Uh, Spider-Man three, let's mm-hmm. go. Like yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. I think Spider-Man Far From Home has has one of if not the greatest post credit stinger that we've seen mm-hmm. in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Shit's getting real. Yeah. And like I I think spider-man no way home we I, I know how you feel austin i know so i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna go dive too crazy into this but i know with, i'm gonna
3: let him know about my theories with
2: all the rumors surrounding spider-man of mm. what it could possibly be and again yeah this this might be a very much like a very hopeful thing like mm-hmm. it's it's very much in the same vein as like a fan theory right of like oh i've i've already written this movie in my head and if it doesn't pan out that way i'm not gonna like it yeah. um but, you know, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we do get Tobey Maguire. We do get Andrew Garfield. Um, we do see all of these things. And, and by this point, we will have the multiverse. Mm-hmm. We know that things are going to go multiverse route. And I personally, I think the title, No Way Home, I think it it directly relates to the multiverse. I think there's, there's no way home for Peter Parker. I think he has to go somewhere else in the multiverse to a different Earth. I think he has to protect his identity somehow. Uh, and so I'm just really excited to see that whole evolution happen and if if we get the f- the first baby incremental step possibly to uh i i'm not gonna say spider-verse but a, you know a multiverse because mm-hmm. i know if i say spider-verse you're not you're not here for it i mean that's a sony thing but but a more mul- <laughs> more a more full well-encompassed um multiverse plus you know obviously like tom holland's great i think i think zendaya and um jason i can't remember his name he yeah 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 lovely Mm -hmm. i think i think they're wonderful and i i i you know those are wonderful spider-man movies and of course i want more Mm -hmm. i'm here for it but it would be the one that i have to wait the longest for (laughs) freaking ridiculous
3: so uh i just gotta let you know uh Ben, what Gotta
2: clear the air here (laughs) so
3: i mean i i you've you've listened to our podcast so you you might have heard me be like it's all just a scam (laughs) like they're just like all the rumors are just a fake like they're psyching you out to like they're just doing the bait and switch type thing
2: the old bait and switch yep.
3: <laughs> so earlier this week though i texted ethan
2: yeah oh this is crazy and <laughs>
3: it was a, a little text because all like the news for uh like like uh was it thor Cat, love and thunder yeah thor love and thunder all like the different um scenes that you see melissa McCarthy in, um, matt damon in and yeah. uh, sam neal mm-hmm. and i texted him i'm like I've seen more rep- like scenes and photos of Matt Damon in a movie, an MCU movie, than I have seen of Tobey Maguire <laughs> and Andrew Garfield in a Marvel MCU movie.
2: Listen, here's here's my take on that. You gotta, if if they give it away, it's it's a, a wasted opportunity. You you even know like if we get a trailer for Spider-Man 3 and they even hint at Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield absolute wasted opportunity because the feeling that you will get when you walk in that spider-man three movie theater hopefully movie theater and you and you watch spider-man and you say okay we're doing all this multiverse stuff this is gonna get crazy and then who the fuck shows up on the screen other spider-man you're gonna shit your pants
3: watch yeah. i think it's, it if it is another spider-man i'm gonna say it's uh, miles morales
2: oh man i would so be here for that too
1: I mean give us all four. I, honestly I was gonna say if half the rumors are true, this is gonna be insane. Like if yeah. Electro is hands down the worst villain he's had in any of the movies, but if Jamie Foxx shows up, I am on board. Like let's go, let's do it. Like I'm I'm super stoked. And Alfred Molina, that's who I yeah, I can't wait to see him uh, again.
2: Yeah, dude. I I mean just awesome stuff. Uh okay, and then to kinda of, to kinda of close out this conversation, uh are there any Disney Plus shows that you are looking forward to? Because we all just picked a movie. Mm. Um Disney Plus has like, I don't know, twelve something like twelve or thirteen Disney Plus shows coming out in the next few years.
3: Well we have uh Hawkeye the Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't have, have a list, if, but I can
2: come up with a list real quick.
3: We have what if we have She Hulk, we have obviously uh, um the Falcon and Winter Soldier Loki. Um Loki.
2: I got um, a list. Hold on, I'm pulling Ms. it up. Marvel. We got WandaVision. We got Falcon Winter Soldier yeah. coming. We've got Loki, Hawkeye, uh, What If, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, Secret Invasion, Armor Wars, Ironheart, and I am Groot. So, yeah, that's a lot. Three, four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> Do any to... of those jump out to you? They're... Like, are, are you specifically excited for one or are you just like, yeah, I'll just take MCU content anyway and get it?
1: Um, I feel like there's a couple i can go into mine if you if you need some time again yeah um i we we recently just did a, an oceans 11 recast and i took this guy as my danny ocean and i am so excited to see oscar isaac as moon knight like, I, oh I, that's, a great,
2: yeah. uh, that's a great danny ocean pick by the way
1: and ethan hawk is Gonna be Ethan Hawke is like, in it. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say like, and tied in with the Before trilogy, like we got Ethan Hawke showing up. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm super stoked on that one. I think Moon Knight's a fun character, and I'm just excited to see what they do with him. My runner up, honestly, probably like a tied runner up would be She Hulk and Miss Marvel.
0: Okay.
1: Um, mm-hmm. probably leaning towards She Hulk just cause like Tatiana Maslany, like she's so good. Like she's a wonderful actress, and anytime we can get some more Ruffalo in there, then I- I'm yeah. all for. And then. <laughs> Faggy, you know, at that thing he said, like Miss Marvel will tie in to Captain Marvel, like will be in the movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. for that reason, I'm really excited to see what they do with Miss Marvel.
2: Yeah, I, I am personally, I, I'm really hyped for Loki. Like if we're talking like near and dear, like coming up, um, I think Loki's gonna be awesome because it's, it's gonna, as far as we know, it's going to incorporate into like the real world of. Um possibly, you know, like DB Cooper and like these real life instances that have happened mm-hmm. that we can attribute to Loki mm-hmm. being the cause for this. And I and I do think the introduction of the Time Variance Authority is is key moving forward if we're talking multiverse. Yeah. Um to, obviously Tom Hiddleston is great, but you know, then you got Owen Wilson thrown into the MCU too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's wow. a big win. Wow. Wow. That's a big win. <laughs> um but I would say most excited, and it's probably like, you know, one that we know the least about is Ironheart. Mm -hmm. that's because you're a big fan of the comics I'm a big fan of the Ironheart comics I read the entire like entire run um like I would go to my local comic book show like shop um shout out like comic cave and (laughs) I would I would be there like on release day for for the 13 weeks to get the 13 issues um and I just think that is it it seems like more of a phase five play because it's so far in the future but I love Riri Williams and I think the fact of her being um a young like young black female genius taking over kind of like this Tony Stark role is yeah. is lovely. And I think it's gonna play super, super well. And um if they base it on any of the comic book run, it's gonna be super dope. She does some really cool things in the comics She she goes to Wakanda, she fights zombies, like she does some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for that for sure. I think for a lot sure of these Disney
1: Plus shows are possibly would work great, you know, teaming up with the new Avengers. You know, we're gonna have all these young superheroes together. Yeah. So I think young if Avengers. if that's how they're playing this, that'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I I think they're all gonna be cool, but you know, those would be my like my my two most excited for.
3: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you on the the Le- Le- Loki side. The like I'm definitely that one I might be the most excited about. Yeah. Um, just because it's a familiar character. Um, I think that. He just like um Tom Hilson um just has like this following behind him. He just plays Mm -hmm. that role so well. Yeah. Um like it's just that is his role. Like it's just like uh Robert Downey Jr. Yeah in as Tony Stark. Like he he, that that's his role. Synonymous. Yeah. Um so I'm interested to see that. The one little thing I'm a little worried about is um it kind of like it kind of reminds me of the Umbrella Academy a little bit. Mm. Um like I don't know if either of you watched it. Um, I've not. But it's a it's a comic book uh TV show I, on it. I Netflix. heard good things. Yeah, yeah I heard
2: good um, things. Um
3: by one of my favorite emo band uh lead yeah. singers who who did yeah. it. So um but no, uh what I was gonna say, but I'm a little afraid that it's gonna follow a little bit of similarities with like this whole time hopping like thing mm-hmm. um that the show does uh for the Umbrella Academy. So I'm a little worried there. But that's just a little worry (laughs) um (laughs) but then i would also say um probably uh moon knight because like you said like oscar isaac like he just he does really like good stuff just great stuff like he's a good actor like i don't know i i'm all for him in like most roles
1: so 100 percent yeah. yeah,
2: I think I think uh, Ethan Hawke has been quoted as basically saying, like, the reason I joined Moon Knight is mm. because it's such an a, like a, a non-known property and they're going to have tons of creative decisions. Like yeah. they're, they're going to have a lot of room to do exactly what they want to do. And he wants to see that flourish. And, and obviously, you know, with Oscar Isaac leading the way as. Yeah, I just like the more we talk about it, the more the more hyped to become, because mm. I think it's got incredible. I think out of all of the Disney Plus shows, it has the most potential. Mm-hmm. to
3: be excellent i also secret wars or secret invasion yeah okay me, thank
2: you i was gonna say secret invasion
3: that it's good. I, I mean if i get a tv show with Samuel l jackson in it like yeah. <laughs> sign me
1: up for that I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> yeah yeah and ben mendelsohn if he's gonna yeah if he's still gonna yeah. be there like i'm i'm all about it yeah. um one thing i did want to say it doesn't relate to disney plus but i just wanted to touch on i love the casting of christian bale as gore Mm-hmm. Um, the the God Butcher. But the thing I'm most excited about is Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror. I think yeah, in, the, yeah. in the next Ant Man movie. I don't know if you guys have seen The Last Black Man in San Francisco. That's like one of the first films we watched for three films pod, and that was just like it's a beautiful film and he's amazing in it. Uh, I know he's great in like Lovecraft Country as well. So I'm I'm so excited that people like Jonathan Majors are getting a chance in in the MCU. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they're incorporating a a lot of amazing people. And you know, I've kind of talked on my podcast before of like Oh, who, you know, who would you like Reed Richards to be? Or who would you like X, Y, and Z to, you know, to be cast as? And I, I, I think they're making all the right choice, like casting choices from what sure. we've seen in the public. I think they're going the incredible right direction. And I think it proves that people want to be, still want to be part of the MCU. Cause there was this huge fear that after end game, that was it. Like people were going to be done with the MCU. And even though it kept going, like, you know, my, my brother was like, I'm done like that. That storyline was enough for me. I don't need any yeah. more MCU in my life. Mm. And I do think that's that's where this has been beneficial for Marvel Studios is everybody got some some time off from from Marvel. And now we're all hyped up again to get back into it, because I feel like we've had like kind of a fresh, a fresh reset. Mm -hmm. Um, And actors still want to be a part of it. They they know that it's it's going to be here for a very long time.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: MCU's not going anywhere. Any 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 like final MCU thoughts before we get out of here? Ben, you got anything? You got any, I mean, any that more, was mine. I to more like Age of Ultron stuff you got to talk about?
1: Listen, I'm going to start an Age of Ultron podcast just on the side. <laughs> it's just going to be me talking to myself, I think. But if any of you ever want to talk about Age of Ultron, let me know. I'm, I'm here.
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, James
3: Spader just uh, just repeating the lines from Pinocchio. Like, <laughs> come on, that's going to be gold. <laughs> Let's do it, yeah.
2: You're gold. There is a there is a uh, an honorable mention scene that I forgot to mention, and I was talking about it earlier to my friend uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Of course, it's in Thor Ragnarok.
3: It's one of the best ones. It's where
2: <laughs> where Thor is talking to Valkyrie and Bruce Banner, and he tells the snake story of how Loki turned into oh, yeah. a snake, yep. <laughs> and then how Loki changed back into Loki, and then and he's like, and they went like ah, and he stabbed me. He is hilarious. I watched <laughs> so it like three good. times in a row today. And then the camera pans over to, to Loki, like Tom Hiddleston, and he's like legit laughing. Cause I'm pretty sure that one <laughs> was unscripted. Yeah, it
0: was. Yeah. And like they
2: just played with it. And, oh, it's gold. So Pure good. Gold. Pure gold. Uh, well, that was our final take. Uh, ben, thank you for being on the show, man. Yes, we thank really, you. really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So I mean, any listeners, send us your final takes. We are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Final Take Pod. Um, Ben, if people want to find you on social or your podcast, where can they go?
1: Uh, If you want to find me on any social Instagram, Twitter, I am at Benny Burrito. Uh, If you want to find the podcast, we are at three films pod. Uh, We basically just kind of do a round. There's three of us that are hosts. We pick around a qualifier and we each pick a movie and we do one episode for every movie kind of falling into that. So coming up, we're going over Hitchcock and Spielberg and Kubrick. Uh, Ethan, I know you're coming on for us talking about ready player one, which will be a lot of fun. So yeah, you can find us there. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Like, this was a blast. Like, like I said, I'm I'm here. Anytime I get a chance to talk about Ultron or the MCU, you can just give me a call. I'll be ready. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Um, I mean, both of our shows. Go find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, be sure to leave us a review. Uh, if you could, that that helps us become more discoverable. Um, Austin, I don't know what we're talking about next week. It's a mystery. We'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. So, yeah, come back next week. Stay tuned. Uh, thank you, Ben, for being on the show, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. See ya. Bye.
3: Bye.